Welcome to RPG Cast episode 705 for the week of December 30th, 2023. Last show of the year. What? What? Next week it'll be 2024. Then we can do this show some more. Time keeps flying. Time keeps flying, flying. Into the future. Um, hi. Gosh, you just made that sound right when I went underwater in this game. <laughs> I was like, oh, where, what's attacking me? Where's that coming from? Tam would playing. like us to know the song's lyrics is that time keeps on slipping, not flying. No. Tam, I worked at a radio station for five years. I know my classic rock. Well, I don't. Oh, no. We need a lyric check on aisle five. Lyric check. Time keeps on into the future ah that was really funny if you were on the stream but not if you're on the podcast oh you're playing that microwave sound no i press the i my stream deck has a sensor button so if i press it it just beeps ah and it's real ghetto it doesn't stop it doesn't override what i'm saying (laughs) it just just makes the beep sound so i can actually i can press it and talk over it at the same time and like people can hear both which is like that's not a very effective censored sound is it no not really (laughs) i don't know what the point of that is i'd have to coordinate my f-bombs like beep beep you or yeah uh, you well and it's not tied into the recording system at all so like it doesn't land on the podcast so you just hear me being real quiet for a second it's like this was not as cool of a feature as I thought it was going to be. <laughs> but man, I have this button. <laughs> it can make an annoying sound. Hey, just like real morning radio, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think you've introduced us. Oh, Kelly Ryan. Uh, Why you redeem? <laughs> and Phil Willis. Salutations, felicitations, and jubilations. Hey. We, we were talking about uh, Kit, Kit Boga and scamming scammer or messing with scammers pre-show. Weren't we talking about something else before that too? Uh, Bitwarden. Hmm. Internet security. My phone just gave my computer a notification about Target. Look at that. That's great. Cat buttholes did come up earlier. Thank you, Tam. I'm so glad yeah, that very cat buttholes came up. I mean, as a cat owner, you see a lot of cat buttholes in your life. And I was wondering, like, what's a slash plate on that? You know, at, at the end of my lifetime, mm-hmm. how much cat butthole did I see? And it was probably a lot, because mm-hmm. particularly Frankie likes to just stick his butt right in my face. Like, yes, buddy, I, I acknowledge your butthole. Now, step aside. Thank you. Step aside, cat. He never does it, right? Oh, and also, I was talking pre-show about Frankie, how Frankie decided that Christmas was over for the season because he knocked over my Christmas tree on the 27th. That's that's the traditional demarcation of the end of the holidays. <laughs> Bad kitty. I usually wait until, like, December 31st, but Frankie decided otherwise. You're right in the eye of, like, timber, and 
tried to put it back up and was like, nope, this ain't happening. I might as well just go get the box and put everything up. Thank you, buddy. So t today my task is to take down the rest of the decorations because all I messed with was the tree on, was that Wednesday? And, oh, that's why it came up because I wanted something to listen to while I was messing with the rest of the decorations. And I said I should listen to, to Boga stuff. And, yeah. yeah, and the angriest. Um, Steve. Yeah. The angry stammer, angriest scammer ever. Because apparently you were putting together a sink yeah i was installing a a new faucet in my bathroom when that call first happened three years ago or whatever <laughs> so i know where <laughs> i was when i first heard steve <laughs> why am i reminded of when vaughn was listening to the dresden files while he was putting together an entertainment center and i walked in on an awkward sex scene I think because you tell us that happens every time he listens to the Dresden Files. Okay. See, I wasn't sure if I told that story on the show or not. I know you I told, told it, it to us, to me and okay. Anna. It came up because I somehow walk in on that scene like every time he listens to that series. Like he'll be listening to it in the car on the way to uh, wherever we're going on a road trip, and I'll I'll wake up from a nap. And Kelly, that is it scene. possible he saves it just to troll you with it? Nice. No, at this point, I think it does. The first time was a coincidence. The second and third times, I'm not so sure. Tam says, I'm aware of which book that is. Yep. I'm not going to give you my Dresden file impression of that scene. So we're going to move on. <laughs> yeah, you're not really a fan of... Uh... Uh, I like his voice acting just fine during the reading of those books, but I'm also aware that he has a style and I like to make fun of that style. So let me have this. <laughs> not, not a fan of spike slash piccolo. I grabbed her curved body. I drew it close <laughs> to mine. It smelled like lilacs. No, I'm not doing this. <laughs> no, I want to just keep improving that. No, we're going to move on. Hi. It's been a slow day's week. It guys. sure has. Yeah, very slow. <laughs> super, super slow. But hey, we've all been playing lots of things, I suppose, because, you know, holidays and all that. Yeah, we haven't talked since Christmas, and I, I played two of my Christmas presents this week. Gee whiz, Wally. What, Kelly, what, what have you been playing? <laughs> Gee whiz, Wally. So I, um, I, Vaughn got me Mario RPG for Christmas, and I got through that in like five days. That's on it. Okay, story time. When I first played Mario RPG, I rented it from Blockbuster for five days in a row and beat it. It was the first game I marathoned, like ever oh, in my life. Wow! And like, I felt accomplished that I did it with just a rent with two rentals. I saved so much money. Okay, that was well. One that was clearly before five day rentals was a thing. Yeah, it was two rentals. Yeah, and two. Even though we live like several states apart, you were the reason why I could never rent it because that game was always out when I tried to rent it. <laughs> so mad. I'm sorry, Kelly. It is my fault. Yeah. No. For some reason, our blockbuster never had it. But to be fair, they only had like one copy and. I imagine that kids were just constantly renting it, and it was just bad timing. 
for me, but it, it still made me upset because I, I wanted to play that so bad. And I ended up uh, like mowing lawns and working with my brother-in-law for like a several, an entire summer. How I horrid. Say. Yeah, just so I could afford to play it. Your uh, brother-in-law? Yeah. When you were that I, young? I was like, right. I was thir- You're younger than I am. I'm sorry. Yeah. I keep forgetting this. I was like 13 slash 14, and my brother-in-law um, was Wait, a carpet layer. That's the wrong direction. A, if, yeah. And, if and you were older, that I'm, would make sense. If you're younger, I'm confused. How old is your sibling? She's eight years older than me. Oh, my gosh. And she, she, when she was married, she married like five years older than her. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, that that's like a whole other family drama thing. But yeah, we'll get into that some other day. <laughs> but but TLDR, I my brother in law would pay me sometimes to help him, and that's how I afforded to get Mario RPG. Back Always good when the brother in law is paying his sister in law to do things for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no drama ever when, comes from that. Yeah, especially when he doesn't pay, mm. and my dad has to get involved. Mm. <laughs> But I did eventually get paid and bought okay. that game, and mm-hmm. it was like that was like an eighty dollar game back. Mon in the says day. at least it's not the other brother in law. Oh, yeah, you mean my current one? We we don't talk about him. Oh, I see. Okay, <laughs> sorry. Um, <laughs> but I I love the crap out of that game when I was a kid, so I was excited to play the remake. And you know, when when you have infinite time as a child, games seem a lot longer. Because by the time, I always felt like by the time you get to Moleville, you're about the ha- at the halfway point of that game. And I got there like within hours. And it was like, I don't remember this game being that short. But then I looked it up and I was like, no, it, it originally was short. And the remake is even shorter, uh, especially if you play in um, story mode. Because but they, why would uh, you do that when it's been made easier? Partly because we've got a backtrack on it um, on the third, and I kind of needed to get through it quickly. Uh, and I want I wanted to replay the game again, but I since the remake was coming out, uh, I wanted to go through that one since it, it yeah it is a little bit e- easier to play through because um, when you do the time attack the timed attacks, it does an AOE that hits everything. Mm-hmm. So that makes fights get quicker. And mm. then as you're doing the time timed attacks, um, it, it builds up a, a meter that you can unleash a triple attack. Um, k- kind of Chrono Trigger style in a way, where all three characters kind of get together to do something. Like, I think... Uh, P- Peach, Bowser, and Mario... Um, Mario launches Bowser into the air and then Peach throws a superstar at Bowser to make him invincible and then he hits the enemies in the shell and it's a really cute flashy animation and all all the combinations of characters have a triple attack like that mm-hmm. um and and those can be pretty uh pretty powerful um I also forgot the how, how much of a powerhouse Gino is um i i always Gino needs was... to be in smash yeah we'll we'll see <laughs> this I, happen i i was under the impression that this most recent smash was the last one but i could yeah. be wrong but um 
but but anyway, the, the point is that it was an already easy game, and they made a lot of the things a whole lot easier. So I I think my final time on that game was 15 hours, which which seems long, but that's like all I did for three days after Christmas because I'm at, I'm on vacation. So I I got through that pretty quick. So then I picked up Sonic, Sonic Superstars and was enjoying that at first. And I want to find whoever designed the boss fights in that game and hit them on the head with my controller as many times as I've died. Uh-oh. Oh. A lot. <laughs> Poor controller. The boss fights in Sonic Superstar- Superstars are so needlessly long and difficult. Did you almost say Sonic Superstars? I've been trying not to call it Sonic Frontiers for oh. all week, and I don't know why I keep wanting to call it that. Because Sonic Frontiers was actually well-designed. Kelly, and, it's and a it's Sonic like, game. You're supposed to love it. I know, but... Don't be such a hater. The boss fights in the original series in the Genesis games were never this hard. And it sucks because the levels are really fun and really have really interesting mechanics. But but the boss fights, it, it's the kind of boss fight that I hate where you're just waiting around waiting for the weak point to show up. So you and they can take, take massive damage. Yeah, and, and they take way, way longer than they need to be, and some of them are way harder than they need to be. <clears throat> I'm curious, like, if if speedrunners do run this game, how they're going to speedrun some of those fights. Because they're just, they, they, they feel just tedious. And, and, and it just, it, it took a game that, I felt like was up there with Mania and Sonic and Knuckles, or rather Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and in the level design, and just kind of tainted the rest of the experience for me. It's it's really odd, because, I mean, when you think Sonic and Sonic bosses, they usually just take, like, three bonks to the head of some sort, right? They, they, they it usually and stuff, bonks. but it's usually, or a, yeah. Um, but it's it's not yeah I'm thinking Mario for a second but it's usually nothing that like you said it's not super tanky it doesn't usually take too long especially if you know what you're doing mm-hmm. but you're saying and here they've somehow become a lot more tankier a, a box yeah. doesn't cut it anymore not even really tankier it's just like fl- fly around dodge attacks fly around dodge attacks here is a two second window to hit uh. you missed that window <laughs> well ha- have fun waiting another <laughs> ten minutes yeah, no, it reminds me too much of later <laughs> Zelda games where you have to be patient and wait for the guard to come down and stuff. Not not Breath of the Wild, but before the, you know, before those. Um, mm-hmm. And I really hated that because I don't want to have patience in a game, right? Like, I understand if I need to wait a second for the opening or whatever have you, but to sit there and wait five seconds, ten seconds, twenty seconds, thirty seconds in an action game, it, it's way too long. If I want to exercise patience, I'll go to the post office and pick up a package. Yeah, and and Sonic 2, which is, you know, for me, peak Sonic. Um, Yeah, you had to wait around for an opening. But if you were skilled, you can kind of sneak in hits in between that opening. Mm. And in this this one, it's like, nope, you're waiting. And waiting and waiting. And the game also has a really cool mechanic where um, each of the Chaos Emeralds give you these powers that you can use. Kind of like 
the Wisp powers and Sonic Colors for anybody that's played Sonic Colors. And one of them give one of the powers is gives you a fire air dash, and one of them puts a whole bunch of Sonics on the screen. Um, mm-hmm. th- that if the Sonics hit hit something, they kill it or do damage to it. So multi ball. Um, yeah, that that tends to be the kind of the best one for bosses but then some of the final bosses stay in the background so that that power is useless until they get <laughs> forward. oops you know it's it's stuff like that and it's like why why do you gotta waste my time like that game added challenge it's just it, it is so frustrating and now now i feel bad because i was teasing tam about getting good earlier and it's like yeah i do need to get good but i wish that this particular game, at least, would kind of give you a little bit of room for error. Because, you know, I, I'm old, and I my reflexes aren't what they used to be, and it's easy, easy to kind of mistime a jump or, or whatever. And it would be nice to just... I don't know where, where I was getting at. The, the game is just frustrating me. I, I stayed up till, like, four in the morning trying to beat Sonic's campaign, and that one, once I got the hang of it, wasn't that bad. But then there's a new character named Trip the I, I wanted to call her Trip the Gold Digger. It's <laughs> not her name. Um, Trip the Sun Gazer, who's a lizard, and you have to play her story to unlock kind of the final final boss. And I, I'm stuck on her final boss because there's one hit kills even with rings, and there is just absolutely no 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 room for error no room to get any extra hits and i it's each foot attempt takes like 30 minutes because most of that is just sitting around waiting and i don't know if i'm gonna like get get the true ending to this game because i i did attempted it for like two hours last night and it was like i am so frustrated i can't do i cannot do this Mm. so I, I like Sonic Superstars for the most part, and Sonic's campaign is fine because his um, it's a lot easier. The trip story is kind of the hard mode, but do not pay full price for it. Um, so yeah, shame. I yeah, so I, I was so frustrated. I just I went upstairs and got my Steam Deck and uh, booted up House Flipper because I'm now House Flipper now two. To- yeah, or House Flipper 2, because I, I finished the story mode, and now I, I'm in the free uh, free flipping mode, where you, you can just buy houses and design them however you want. So that's what I've been doing. And it's one of the, you know, it, it's funny. I, I got a dumb question for you guys. Do you know what color your house is? Blue. Gray and white. Okay. Well, very dark gray. It's kind of black, but, you know. I, Anna and I were kind of stumped on this question because we couldn't we couldn't tell if our house is a very off white or a very light blue. Okay. Because it's I don't know it's just something that you don't think about, and tr- trying to cut, think of interesting colors to paint houses is just, just seems like I have no idea what looks good. Well, you Sandstone. know, we, we can relate to that. I mean, we just. Uh, signed up for this house uh, six months ago. It's a new build, and you get to pick the colors. And you're like looking at these books of colors. And you're like, well, what are are these really going to look good once they're on? 
and look at the you, you have no idea you just kind of pick you go with your gut and hope it works out because you really don't know it's purple and fine. green and orange suggest chaos he's apparently making the technicolor dream house well when my parents bought their first house when i was 10 the one that they ended up with was yellow with blue trim Mm. which looked just as tacky as it sounds mm-hmm. but it, it was an affordable house in a good neighborhood so i guess they sacrificed aesthetics chaos says go with the ava unit zero one theme actually that's not a bad idea i know but um and you know at the in the grand scheme of things it doesn't really matter because the ai just buy, buys the houses based off of how much crap you put in it but I don't know because I'm I'm a designer at heart. I like the idea of trying to make things look nice, and you know, kind, kind of making how houses look kind of realistic. And 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 then I do crap like one of them that I renovated. I made the wallpaper like bright purple leopard print, <laughs> just because I could. Or the the most recent one that I'm working on is uh. Um, just for the the heck of it, I I put uh, wood paneling in the basement and was trying to go for the authentic seventies basement look. But this was also like one thirty in the morning while I, I was laying in bed, uh, playing it on my Steam Deck, ready to go to sleep, and I didn't feel like googling what an authentic seventies basement looked like, so I just kind of winged it. Did oh, so, did you so end up with something interesting? That's pretty cool. Say sorry, both of you guys were talking at the same time. Phil, what did you say? I I just said that was it goes to that level of detail. That's pretty cool. Yeah, um, Chris, what did you say? What did you end up with? Oh, it, it looks fine. I haven't put furniture in it yet. I'm gonna try to put more retro styled furniture in that spot. Um, and I know this game is brand new, but some of the accessories that you can put in are a little bit lacking because the, the the first game had all kinds of stuff in it that you could put in but it was also um i think i also downloaded a lot of steam workshop stuff in that too because so <laughs> i i was renovating a basement and found uh, found a crawl space and i thought it would be funny to put a skeleton in the crawl space but nobody has created well i don't think the workshop stuff is available yet so like okay well i i guess this this basement won't have a skeleton in its in its crawl space but you know stuff stuff like that like i would have put beaded curtains in this basement but that's not in here and then i noticed that there aren't curtains anywhere um and, and it's i i know the game is in it's 1.0 but it's there's still some stuff that's unfinished like i can't delete stairs I was turning a garage into, or rather there was a house that I bought that um, had an apartment above a garage. And I was trying to turn it into basically like a a two-story house. And it wouldn't let me delete the stairs that led up to the apartment part. So Hmm. I had to get really creative and just be like, okay, well, I guess the stairs to the top floor are going to be in the entryway. (laughs) Split level. Yes, yeah, split level. Um, I, I also learned that you, um, so the original game, the house itself was c- 
kind of an asset so that you couldn't really mess around with uh, like adding extensions. And in this game, they made the the houses like actually objects, so you can break through walls and well break break through the exterior walls to add extensions. Um, Trying to figure out how to put a roof on an extension that I put on was uh, exercise in frustration. I probably should have just read the tutorial, but um, yeah, I'm I'm still flipping houses. I will continue to flip houses until I'm out of houses, and then they they yeah. do free DLC for more houses. The house flipping mm-hmm. will continue until morale improves. Pretty, Pretty much. much. Okay. Much. Um. So so that's all I've been playing. Yeah. All right. I've been playing Path of Exile. I got a drop that was worth over 50 divines yesterday. It was really cool. Awaken multi-strike. Nobody cares. I've been having fun playing with Cyrael and his friends. And um, Play, Playing what with friends? Path of Exile. Oh, okay. I thought you said a different game name. No, Cyrael is a chat person. Oh, oh with Cyrael. Okay, yeah, mm-hmm, Cyrael, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, what should I say? We did a heist. We stole stuff. We stole a valuable item and split the loot amongst our group. It was really fun because we nice. we did a thing together and we got a valuable drop. And it's like, this is way better. This is the game to play. This is the way <laughs> to play the game with people, with friends. And uh, mm. I do like that. Um, But like, I feel like I've talked about this game too much, so I shouldn't spend any time on it. Did, did you get anything interesting for Christmas? Oh. Yeah, did you get anything fun for Christmas? I did. My mother-in-law got me an espresso maker. Woohoo! I know, it's so cool. I've been making lattes all week. <laughs> wow, look at you. You're a barista now. I am. It's so fun. I Congratulations. Achievement unlocked. Achievement unlocked. Lattes with genuine Austrian goat milk? No. What? No. <laughs> 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 he hasn't he hasn't quite got to that achievement i make i yet. i use i use uh goat milk from uh the goat men in diablo <laughs> from the goat men in diablo mm-hmm. that's oh, that God. could be kind of gross man mm-hmm. <laughs> just just a little mm-hmm. um <laughs> what, what was the thing Sorry, um, it's like an espresso like i have an espresso maker and it's terrible um but you know it's convenient and now it's like i have an espresso machine that takes about as long as it takes the espresso to make coffee so like i have to do more prep and more cleanup but like the coffee's a bazillion times better so it's like this is so cool and i know it's like my i'm i'm into coffee nerd stuff and i have coffee nerd friends and like the the ceiling on spending money on coffee things is like spending money money on audio video things you can spend way too much and start spending a lot of money for only incremental improvements and it's the amount of improvement i got from this one machine that's technically an entry-level espresso maker though i guess not really because there's also garbage to your entry level but anyway it's been so great and i've been so happy and this is a great christmas gift and it's exciting and that's all i've got for you and we should talk to phil Um, Phil, Phil, your favorite streamer or one of them started playing your favorite game. He did. Have you been excited for Asmongold's attempts at Monster Hunter World? I am so excited. OMG, am I so excited? I watched his entire first four hour live feed of him sucking at Monster Hunter World. (laughs) (laughs) 
Was it as no, satisfying I, as you'd hoped? No, I didn't watch the four hours straight. I watched oh. like the last 10 minutes just to get his early impression of it. So I saw he had posted it on YouTube and I just watched the last 10 minutes um, mm-hmm. and stuff to see that. Yeah, he's having a good time. and He's going to do more of it. It's a... Uh, in case people haven't heard, they made an announcement not too long ago about Monster Hunter Wilds, which is going to be the the next real big Monster Hunter sequel, and uh, and people are super excited. And then to push that excitement, Capcom has been pushing Monster Hunter World again, which is saying, just hey, their community people streaming them playing Monster Hunter World again. But people were well, so okay. hyped for the game. That's all it took to get people to play it again, apparently. I know. Well, Cat, Catcom, Capcom did their, did, you know, got some PR out there and then made sure it was on the, 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 the winter sale. So it's like, hey, come get Monster Hunter World now at 70% or whatever the hell it's at. It's pretty cheap. But come get Monster Hunter World and play with your friends. And Asmogold's jumping into it, which makes it easy for me, easier for me to talk my friends back into it. So we've been playing Monster Hunter World again. And a lot of us who had established characters went ahead and started new characters so that we're all kind of around the same hunter rank. Uh, and we're back out there. You killing. playing with your brother again? or No, no. This has just been people from like our Pathfinder Discord server. Oh. Yeah. And uh, Phil, this somebody. has been making me think maybe I should play Monster Hunter World on PC finally. Yeah, that, that's now's the time to jump in because we're all There's kind of There's never been a better time to There's play Monster Hunter. That's what I told another one of the, the, the guys last night. He's like, you know, it's been I bought it in, you know, on a Steam sale. It's been sitting in my backlog. I'm like, well, we all have a ton of the games in our backlog, but only a small portion of those games are kind of like these types of semi life service games that are really fun when they first come out because everyone's playing it. But then when you come back to if you decide to play it later, it's not as exciting because there's no one to play with Harley that, you know, you can always do randos, of course, but it's not the same thing. So I said, I, I, I can't remember the last time I, I, I can maybe, but uh, it's not too often that you're like, okay, here's an old game like this. And now it's got this big resurgence. Titan quest comes to mind where Titan quest got a big resurgence years later with their new expansion coming out of nowhere, mm-hmm. um, t- 10 years after their release. Uh, so things like that can make one of those things pop back up on the radar. So like, but now here's Monster Hunter World. It's it's your great time to get back in and 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 play this thing you missed out on while we're all in there and you can do hunts with us and we can help you out with Nergigante and the such. So uh, it still looks great. It still plays great. How it's, does it feel it, it, after Rise? Because like Rise went further in streamlining the experience, you know? Yeah, I was that was on the tip of my tongue that like, waiting for an opportunity to ask. You know, it's uh, for for somebody. If you haven't, a lot of the people I'm talking to haven't played. Some of the, a lot of them haven't played Rise, so for them, there's no, there's there's they're comparing know, they to the older titles, maybe, and that's or they or nothing at all, and they just oh, don't okay. know. Yeah, <laughs> but the people who have played Rise before, their comment is like. Oh my gosh, I forgot how good this game looks. Oh, it looks so much better than Rise. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it, the environments interact with yep. the monster or the uh, the environments interact with it's the monsters. It's like it wasn't the designed monsters, for a switch. <laughs> yeah. The monsters interact with the environments much more here. You got environmental traps and things like that 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 come into play a lot more often than they ever do in Monster Hunter Rise. So, usually people, the comments I hear from people who are coming from Rise to World are more focused on the positives. And and no one's even mentioned yet to me, but I don't get to ride a dog so I can chase down the monster faster, which that's true. But later on in Monster Hunter World, you do unlock the uh, ability to tame 
certain beasts that that you can actually hop on and they will take you to the monster while you sharpen your weapon. It's not as fun or as quick as the Palamute, but it's better than running there manually. Is that an Iceborne uh, thing? No, uh, oh. I don't believe so. I just don't um, remember for, doing it. That's all you, right. But you do have to unlock it, and it's one of those things. There's a couple things in Monster Hunter World that you're better off looking up a mm-hmm. guide on how to yeah. unlock yeah. because it's not very it's you not get to do tutorial, research so you can unlock the in-game guide to see where the weak points are but well, it doesn't actually true. matter right so i don't even yeah. know there's uh there's, there's busy like, work <laughs> a lot of people don't know for example that in monster hunter world uh your palico can have different types of special abilities so there's a tanking palico healing palico uh buffing palico to unlock those different abilities you gotta find the grimalkin camps and do things for them and once you do the whatever it is they ask you to do they'll give you they'll unlock that ability for your palico so when you're soloing and the palico is very important or in soloing uh you can take the the appropriate palico to help you out with the task um that's why i tell people i'm not good at i'm like kelly i'm older my reflexes aren't great uh, i i don't do the dark souls very well uh talk a little bit about reflexes a little bit later here but when it comes to monster hunter as long as you're willing to rpg it which means, okay, I'm having trouble with this monster. What's the appropriate gear for a fire breather monster? What kind of palico should I take because he's on my butt? Da 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 da. As long as you're willing to think through that stuff, you can really make a lot of encounters a lot easier to manage. Listen, uh, I just need to know troubles. what's the route for making lots of money quickly. Money doesn't solve all your problems in this yeah, game. Yeah, it does. No, no. <sighs> but I would say what's really funny about, like, without doing some sort of exploit that i never looked up on the internet um the the normal way what was really funny is i did have a lot of friends who were broke all the time and couldn't afford their upgrades mm-hmm. and so after talking to them i quickly discovered the difference between them and the reason why i never had problems with with money in monster hunter world it's because i solo a lot the thing is when you go on a quest with their, with, with other people it splits up the reward money between all of you huh. but if you solo you keep all the money for yourself and you can do investigations that actually give you a higher monetary reward in exchange for a tighter time limit or whatever have you. So what you do is you do those solo. While you use, you get a voucher every day when you log in. So you can collect up to five of those at a time. So use your voucher on those high payoff investigations. Do them solo, not with your friends, and rake in the zinni. We don't, you can't do the flare system in world, can you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you could send an SOS if you're having trouble. SOS. With okay. Yeah. Well, I'm, I couldn't remember if this was the one that introduced the ability to just have multiplayer after you start the map or not. Yeah. Now that's kind of the, the little, you know, one of the little janky things if you're coming from Monster Hunter Rise and you're coming to World is the fact that when you're doing that main story quest, oh. you have to watch the cutscene at the yep. beginning of any particular story-based mission before your friends can join, and they have also had to have seen that cutscene. So if you guys are all at the same place in the story, you guys need to start your mission separately, get four or five, six minutes in. You'll know when there's a cutscene that happens because the big monster will come out. They're really epic cutscenes. They are really nice. Mm-hmm. Then at that point, some of you can quit that mission and join in on the one guy's mission that's already in progress. And now you can do that story mission together. That's clunky. Uh, but as I tell people, if you're going to play Monster Hunter like we do like for the long run because – then the story is really just the beginning because the end game is where it's where you're going to be hunting all kinds of tougher monsters and farming them to get the the, the rare drops and things like that and unlock outfits. Let's be honest, that's the real end game. <laughs> then then you're not outfits be for your poogie. Anymore. Oh yeah, yeah. So you've only got like 
I don't know, 40 missions or so, but you'll be doing, or 40 story-based missions, but you'll literally be doing hundreds and hundreds of missions overall throughout your experience because you'll be doing investigations, events, uh, and and a- expeditions, and none of those have cutscenes. So all of those are very seamless and easy to play with friends. It's just the story-based missions that are a bit clunky and getting used to that system. But yeah, super, super gun, gate, gun, super, super fun, holds up super, super well to this day. And if you don't believe me, you can go watch Asmund go play it. <laughs> This is on Twitch and YouTube, so give him a shout out. Of course, we have videos over on our YouTube channel. I'm sure I've saved some videos there of Monster Hunter action. You just stop doing all this Pathfinder streaming and come back and do some Monster Hunter streaming for us. Nobody wants to watch me play Monster Hunter anymore. They're watching Asmongold. Yeah, much more interesting. I will be on it. I will say. I don't know. I don't really watch Asmongold's stream. I just like his edited YouTube commentary. Mm-hmm. But um, since that Monster Hunter thing came up, I did just kind of like fast forward in a couple places during him him playing. He doesn't. He's really focused on the game. He doesn't talk a lot, interact with the stream a lot. Mm-hmm. He's really like focused in on that game. Understandable. Mm-hmm. He's trying go, to be good at it. Which he's trying to be good at. Yeah. It. That doesn't usually make you get serious. Supposed to be interactive. Yep. So I always interact. So that's so you're what you're saying is you're a better streamer than he is, and you deserve right. more than he does. I deserve you deserve <laughs> the deserve accolades. So yeah. I absolutely do. Got I it. just got to grow out my hair and start wearing those white that's, t-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I think that'll do it. That'll do it. Grow, grow the beard back. That'll do it. Um, Don't so grow the beard back. Let's speaking of bad reflexes. Uh, speaking of Christmas presents, uh, one of my best friends got me Remnant Two for oh, Christmas. There you go. And then he said, hey, I bought this really selfishly so we could play this together. <laughs> so it's really funny because he's older than I am. So you got a couple of older guys here with bad reflexes trying to play Ribnet, which was kick our butts every time we came to a boss or something and then couldn't figure out how it worked or couldn't dodge fast enough or heal fast enough and everything like that. But we still had a really, really good time. It's definitely a fun game, especially if you're into souls like twitchy shooter type deals so uh, that was pretty cool it's a lot of fun back the to anim- monster sorry i thought i thought there was a break <laughs> back, back to monster hunter for a second is there crossplay? not in this one no uh, in any no no i have I the ps4 so. version of world now that's the thing like so that's what i tell my friends it's like oh well i have my character on playstation well um, then we sure. can't play together because I'm playing the PC version. Of course, I do have the PlayStation version, but I refuse to continue to pay Sony $70 a year for the honor of playing online. Oh, did they finally so, pay you all that? They, it's been paywalled since the PS4. Oof. Yeah. I've just yeah, been I paying it for, for it, huh? Okay. I, I did it for a while, and and the, the, the monthly games have become less and less valuable to me as part of that value proposition, because I usually would throw in a game or two mm-hmm. every month, but they're only valid as long as you're subscribed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that value proposition has been less and less to me, so the only thing that's left is playing online with people, and I just don't have a lot of friends in the PlayStation ecosystem that makes that, per- that trade-off worth it. So get the PC version for, like, I don't know, 15 30 bucks with with uh probably 30 bucks give or take with uh iceborne which is totally worth it and i don't have to pay 70 bucks a year so i think it's like 20 bucks for the duel might be 20 yeah it might be is, do we need a price check on all five let's see here is steam it, is it deck compatible yes 
In fact, one of my friends was in the middle of moving when we were talking about this all in our Discord server. And he's like, please tell me, Phil, it's not it's not compatible. And I said, why would you want me to tell you that? And he said, because I'm in the middle of doing work remotely. And I thought to myself, should I take my Steam Deck with me? And I decided not to. But now everyone's playing Monster Hunter World. I, I, I wanted to play it. I own it. This is a great time. And, and I don't want to find out I made a mistake not taking my Switch. I looked it up and it said it's compatible. You know what's so. probably even better on the Steam Deck, Kelly? Monster Hunter Rise. Monster Hunter Rise. Yeah. Well, it's verified. It's not just It has the verified check mark. Green so check mark? You, oh. It's a green check mark. It's a green check mark. Uh, so yes, you're right. Uh, Monster Hunter World Iceborne Master Edition is twenty dollars. Twenty five dollars would give you the digital deluxe version, which probably gives you some extra cosmetics. Yeah, would you, be don't all. you don't really need to pay five bucks. There's plenty of cosmetics to unlock in the game simply by playing it, and tons and tons of events, which are simply special quests uh, that they that they have in there from over the you know the two years or so that they were adding content to it. Uh, and a lot of those events unlock more outfits for you and your Palico. Um, so totally, I mean, just so much content now uh, in the game versus when it first released because they continue to add to it for so long. And it's all there now, just waiting to be played. Cool. So there you go. Uh, and yeah, and you're more, you guys are always more than welcome if you're listening to this uh you have any questions because it there are some confusing parts about it and whatever have you you can head over to rpgamer.com forward slash discord join our discord server and then at me jc servant and i'm happy to answer we even have a monster hunter channel um and you can hit me up and ask me any questions you may have because there's a couple things it doesn't explain very well like how to set up a multiplayer room and things like that can be a little clunky so I just don't know if I want to do World again. I think I just want to save all my energy for the new game. Oh, right. 2025 for the new game, right? right? 2025. Why? (laughs) (laughs) Because game development takes forever? Why did they push now for, like, the resurgence of the old game and stuff? Like, ugh. We're gonna have. There's enough time that we'll be able to do Return to Rise at this point. Well, by the, uh, you know, unless you're unless you're putting a ton of time into it, you can easily spend a year and a half. If you're playing with a friend once a week for four to six hours, uh, you still wouldn't get through all the content in a year and a half by the time Wilds come out. Oh come You'd on! You'd have to hit it harder than that. You uh, there are so many so many events, so much investigations you need to do to grind up. There is. Is B- a year and a half. I don't believe you. Yep. That's fine. Yep. You can yeah, spare it. Yeah, and Brace and I was playing for a long time, remember? And, and Brother and stuff. And these, these games you are You weren't beefy. playing that hard, though. They were beefy. Okay. Yeah. So, But join join in. The water's great. Now's the time. Don't you tempt If you me. put it off anymore, Chris, you're going to regret it. You'll be all no, I've already playing play- with a bunch I've of beaten... Japanese randoms. Listen, I haven't played Iceborne, and I probably should, but... Yeah, Iceborne is where it's really at. The end boss of Iceborne is kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, and 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 totally again, like uh, I tell people, it, it's totally doable. If I if I can beat the game, so can you. Because I can't. I get frustrated with Remnant on the first bosses, uh, but Monster Hunter, not a problem. I mean, it is a little bit of a problem, but once you RPG it, then it's like, okay, got this. So. I, I do lightly regret not getting into World when it came out. 
Yeah. Well, now's the now now you can feel like you're getting back in, and that that now's the time. While everyone's jumping, like the crowd is almost at that size when it first came out, at least in my circles. So that was one of the, when I was reviewing it for when I was reviewing when it first came out on the PlayStation Four. One of my best memories was the fact that a lot of my friends on the PlayStation ecosystem were playing at the time. We would get together and do hunts and and things like that, and that is fun. To Chris's point of like, hey, you hunt, you find something cool together, everyone has a good time. The fact the time that Nergigante did the freaking Superman dive, right? Where he just crashes through everything. You mean everything, every time you fight him, you mean? Yeah. And, well, no, he does this one particular dive that if you don't have a shield up and you take it on the chin, you will die. I don't care if you're full health. And and maybe if you, unless you have like oversized gear, uh, out-level gear. But he will generally one-hit shot. And we was playing with my friends. And he did the Superman dive and killed three of the four of us in one hit, which the way Monster Hunter works is you get three KOs before that hunt is a oh, failure. So you're all done. So you're all done. <laughs> <laughs> there are actually Oops. certain enemies in Monster Hunter World that I found easier to solo because their AOE super deadly attacks could only kill one of me at a time. Mm. And I could come back and take it from a different approach. But if it was all three of us, that would be it. Game over. So, um, yeah, some of them were a little bit easier solo, in my opinion, until you got everybody on the same page about not being in the the area of effect, uh, or, or at least having a, a big shield up, play a lance or a gun, uh, gun lance, and have that shield up, and you'll be able to face tank it a little bit better. Do you, so. do you remember how complicated Hunting Horn was? Yeah, in the in the uh, Monster Hunter world. They um, it gives you a little bit of help as you're playing songs, but not that much. It's still much better than Monster Hunter 4. But as you're playing the songs, it'll show you the notes up on the screen and will show you kind of what you need to kind of complete it. It's a little bit easier with Rise. With Rise, it was the songs were simpler. It posted everything on the screen uh, and, and stuff. But I have people who play Hunting Horn in World. Yeah, you just have okay. you do have to do a little bit of learning on the world version, unfortunately. Yeah, yeah, you still have to do a little bit of learning and and have. Usually, what I would do is I would look, you know, before I would start a fight, I would look at a book, pick a song, and then practice that over and over again until it was muscle memory, and then I go on to the next one. So that's good until you get like a new hunting horn, and then you learn new songs. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. Hopefully you don't switch your horns too, too often in that, in that case. And if you're playing Monster Hunter World now, what they do is they give you the ability to make defender armor and weapons. That oh. defender armor and weapons will easy allow mode. you to get through. Mm-hmm. It'll allow you to get through world in easy mode. Now, what I personally generally do is I don't do the armor because I want if, if I can't use the regular armor and get through low rank and high rank, I don't want to get to Iceborne and you know, and, and find out that when the training wheels are off, I, I can't, you know, now all of a sudden I'm facing hard mode with no training wheels. Uh, but for the weapons, I, I do tend to use defender weapons because all that does is help you kill the monster faster. So you can get to the content a, a bit faster. So if you do that with hunting horn, you won't have to keep switching up your songs. Just do the defender hunting horn. And, and then you just memorize that songs and that horn will pretty much carry you through the base game until you get to Iceborne. So. That sounds like a plan to me. Definitely way to go. And then it's up to you whether you want to use the defender, the defender armor, or or, or you want to farm your armor uh, as you go up, like I tend to do. But um, you know, depends on how fast you. Like if I'm Chris and I've already played, 
played it, and I just want to get to Iceborne as quickly as possible on the PC version, I would yep. probably use Defender Armor. That's what that'd, I'd be doing. <laughs> that, that, that'll get you through really quick. Uh, and I'll stuff. take it off. I'll this. take it off for um, Vol, uh, Poison Dragon Man, and like the first time I fight uh, Doggy, um, just to see if I can oh still gosh. do those Odic two fights. Aaron. Yeah. Oh, he he is. Yep. Oof, he, yeah. He, because he it's like me. I I need to know how to. If I'm not good enough to get past those, I'm not good enough for Iceborne. But the, yeah, this is this is a great point. Like I remember Odegaron when I was doing it way back. This is the, this is how strong the memories are of this game. I don't remember a lot of stuff from four or five years ago, but I remember the fight with Odegaron. And I usually main Insect Glaive, but I couldn't get uh, I couldn't really win again. He's, he's just hard so, to hit with it. Yeah, he's hard to hit with it. Um, now I'm a poly weaponist, mm, just like I'm a poly gamist. I so see. I, yeah, what I learned early on in Monster Hunter for me personally was in tackling some of the tougher challenges was using the right weapon for the job. So with Odegaron, uh, what I discovered was the bow works really good for me because oh. the the bow has a thing where when you dodge, you will charge up the bow a level, and so you Odegaron dodge a, a lot against him. You do charge. So I would get into this this thing where I would dodge, shoot a charge shot, dodge, shoot a charge shot. And it was like a dance between Odegaron and my hunter. And it was just so compelling. And I felt like a badass. It was mm-hmm. just it was just so much fun and, and definitely better than dying over and over again while playing the insect glaive. So <laughs> it was the same thing like Diablo. So when I did the insect glaive, I kept getting my butt handed to me. But then when I switched to the Lance and let Diablos come to me eat it you know face tank it with the shield and then just go poke 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 shield up poke 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 shield Wait, you can up, take a poke, charge poke, poke. from him with that lance shield absolutely oh wow the lance, the lance has the by far the the highest shield value in the game which means it really dramatically reduces incoming damage hmm. um, as long as it's coming from your front if it's smacking you from behind that shield isn't very helpful <laughs> and so yeah you just face tank you know if you're doing like uh, uh someone's at my door we hear uh, I don't think I have anybody scheduled today. It's probably just uh surely it's probably just um just It's uh, it's Odogaron. He wants to dance. It's Odogaron. So um yeah, so it was um uh, oh, but but with Diablos, yes, the lance was just easy mode. Just let him come to you and go poke poke poke. And the combination with the lance, you, you don't have to go to Cornell University to to learn the combination. You just go poke, 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 side hop, poke, 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 side hop. That's the combo. Oh, with the lance. Right. it's a very easy combo to learn. And then the other cool thing with the lance is you can charge almost as if you're on a horse, but really it's your legs carrying you and you just charge forward. So for whatever reason, Diablos's attention was on my palico or he was blinded by one of the lights underground that you can. He was blinded to, by the lights. Use a sonic bomb to pop him out of the <laughs> ground. That's another thing. Uh, and then you can charge at him. Charge! Uh-huh. and run right through them it's great it's yeah easy mode so but yes monster hunter come come chat with us and play with don't us. make me want to play lance now this lance is, is oh, it, man. It, it is it is but it is very slow and clunky like if your weapon is out you move slow as molasses and uh and and but but until you charge and then that's fine a lot of times when the monster runs away i just charge <laughs> after them people like i don't have a mount in monster hunter world we'll pick a lance you are the mount you are the horse <laughs> you just go you go charging pretty quickly after the ministry line to your stamina runs out um it's pretty fun but 
but the weapon puts away very slowly. It's not the weapon I tend to go to for every monster at all. Uh, but for certain monsters, it's very, very useful. Like if I'm going for Radabon, uh, I'm probably not going to take a, a lance and wait for him to roll all over me. He, he He's left, right. I can't probably turn around fast enough to keep up with him. But I'll, I'll insect leave him because then I can just helicopter all the way down his back. It's so satisfying. I mean, like, when I Who first are you dual blading? That, dual blading? Uh, Kieran. Mm. Which is, uh, Kieran is a pain in the yeah. versus mm-hmm. like this. Yeah. And I, I have people, when we're talking about it, it's like, oh, I don't want to fight Kieran again. They're like, oh, I remember Kieran was so horrible and stuff like that. And again, with the Insect Glaive, did have a lot of problems with them. But I went dual blades. Uh, and the thing is, Kira moves around a lot. Well, with dual blades, so do I. Even when you're dodging, you're attacking, you're moving around a lot. You don't stay still with the, with the dual blades. So I just danced all around. You want fire dual blades? He's weak against fire. Those are pretty easy to farm up. I farmed myself up a, a fire pair of dual blades and, and danced all all around him. And as I'm dancing, I'm watching for the lightning marks in the ground to make sure I dodge in between them and don't end up on them. I still get hit. So, of course, I am wearing... The most lightning, usually uh, Toby Kadachi. I'm usually wearing the most lightning resistant armor I can get, and I'm using gems to further increase my lightning resistance, and then I'm eating for more lightning resistance. So that helps a lot to be able to tank through some of those times that I don't dodge so, so well. But other than that, just a ton of quick hits, fast hits. He's too much jumpy to use. For me, he's way too jumpy to use a slow weapon with. I can't imagine how great sword users beat up here. I need a wide shot. Asmogol will probably figure it out. Oh, but, is he going great sword? Of course he is. Of course he is. What else would he use? Yeah. Right. Right. I, it was really, I just don't think it's a good starter weapon, but whatever. No, not at all. It was really funny watching him. Uh, I did get to like the last few minutes of his last hunt where he's trying to, tr- he was, he's going, he was fighting he trying to learn Kodachi. how to do the charge. No, he was trying oh. to drink. Well, yes, he has tried to do the charging. Can't get the timing good on that. Yeah. But yet, but he was trying to drink a potion while he's low on health. While Toby Kadachi was right there, but he was Toby Kadachi was like looked like he was walking away. Oh. But you know, how sometimes the monster will swing his hold- tail or something and got hit. Uh huh. Killed him. Yeah. <laughs> Just like don't drink your potion so close. No, to never that. trust Toby. He looks um, like he's going away, but he's actually about to jump on you. It's just, um, don't trust I him. Forgot. Which one is Toby Kadachi? He's the one who likes to climb up a tree and jump on you. And he turns all lightning. Yes, yes. He jumps on the trees. He he, he has like those squirrel flying wings and stuff. Oh, that he one. He goes flying like this. And then he hits you with his tail as he does a double somersault in the air. It's like, oh, that's cute. You're on a tree. I'm going to yeah. try and hit you. He's, oh, my gosh, you're on my face. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's got a snake face and whatever have you. Yeah. Oh, okay. That one. They changed his fight a bit in Rise. Um, I think he's harder in World, personally, but whatever. It doesn't matter. He, he, he did he did get a KO in on me, so I'm, I'm a little rusty here, but he did get a KO on me. Just, and I'm not using Defender armor. He goes. But yeah. He goes. He does. He, he goes does. hard. He, 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 boy, he likes it hard. I'm not ready for it. He's like, hard. No, you're not prepared. No. So, anyways, um, but yes, Monster Hunter World. Uh, like I said, I played a little Remnant, and then what else? Oh, I'm still working on Tevi. Uh, I got stuck on a – so on Tevi, it'll it'll show you – for those who don't know, Tevi is a Metroidvania. It does advertise as a bullet hell Metroidvania, and there are certainly enemies that throw a lot of bullets on the screen at times. I don't find it 
overwhelming or anything like that. I think when you see the words bullet hell, you understandably think, oh my gosh, this game's going to be so hard. But it's so far playing on normal. And so far, I've been able to beat all the bosses, sometimes on the first attempt, usually by the second or third. And the enemies in between haven't been too much of an issue. Yeah, I do have to be a little careful. If I get too sloppy, I do get a, a game over. And you don't want a game over because you have to go back to the reload from last save point, which tends to be a little far away at times. But um, I, 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 there will be times the, – the maps are huge. I will say Metrovanias usually do have somewhat large maps, but this one's trying to up uh, some of the games I've played in the past because these maps are pretty darn big. Uh, and lots of dead ends, and oh, I can't get to that yet because I don't have double jump yet. I don't have the roly poly move yet. There's clearly things that you can see that you just need, you know, some of those abilities for. And after playing for, I, I don't know, it's probably been a dozen hours or so now, which is kind of long, I think. Um, I still don't have any of those abilities, leading me to believe that Tevi is probably one of going to be one of the longest uh, Metroidvanias that I played. Uh, it's, it's, Really interesting because sometimes a Metroidvania will be long because it has really deep RPG mechanics and you want to farm and get these materials and things like that, kind of like Monster Hunter. But Tevi feels a little bit more like Metroid. There is levels, but the way you get levels is by clearing the bosses and exploration percentages. You don't get it by killing – you don't get experience points by killing monsters per se. So there's not uh, – you do get materials and currency by killing monsters, uh, and there are some things to buy and some things to purchase, but it it's – it feels more like the purchasing systems you would see in a typical action game and not in a deeper RPG. Like, by comparison, the RPG systems that you would find in Castlevania Symphony of the Night or Bloodstained uh, or whatever have you are a lot deeper by comparison. So, and that doesn't mean that Tevi is bad or anything like that. It just Usually when I see like a longer Metroidvania that's going to go on for 20, 25 hours, it's usually because they have those beefier mechanics. If they don't, like Metroid in and of itself is 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 a pretty fast – is a pretty short game overall. Uh, even when you don't know what you're doing, you get through it in 8 to 10 hours. And when you do know what you're doing, you can get through it in two hours or less. So uh, – but uh, lots of story. They do chat a lot. There's lots of bunny and, and other types of people, horse people, cat people, whatever they are, and they talk a lot. And I couldn't tell you anything about the story because I don't care about it. I just wanna I just wanna play more and kill more things because the the exploration's pretty good. I feel like the environments could use a little bit more to them, but the but the combat is pretty darn solid. You've got a, your melee weapon, which combos really well. The combos feel satisfying. You have a range weapon that's kind of uh, recharges based on your mana. It doesn't so far doesn't hit very hard, but it's a good opener because it does stun the enemies for a little bit. So I'll shoot and then I'll zip in while the enemy's stunned, and I'll open up with a with an easy combo on them to rack up the damage. An interesting twist: if you combo an enemy too much, they're they'll they'll get a red outline. And your damage will get reduced by 80% or more. So you need to back off. The red outline only stays around for a couple of seconds. And then you can go back to doing full damage again. If you keep welling, they keep the red outline. They keep the defense buff. So 
they're trying to dissuade you from just constantly comboing and wailing on the enemy feels a little gimmicky i guess but so sometimes if you don't think you can beat that enemy uh, in one combo you need to back off uh of course when you do he's usually going to fire a bunch of bullets or whatever and spew some things into the air or try to come after you or whatever the deal may be so you gotta be ready for that but so far it, it is still satisfying it's a lot of fun it's just fun to run around and just kill everything as you're going on to the next uh quest marker and the such a couple of things uh a couple a couple of times i got a little frustrated in trying to figure out where in the hell to go next even though they have quest markers on the map kind of giving you a general idea of what direction to go it doesn't give you an exact path as it probably shouldn't because it's metroidvania um but some of these have felt like real puzzlers and uh, one of them in particular i mentioned before i had to look up on youtube to figure out so because it's got that whole Zelda thing where you go, got to go north, north, east, west, north, south, north, north. Thing you get there. You remember that from the original Zelda, right, Chris? Yeah, Lost Woods. Lost Woods, right? Up, left. So, everyone loves the little right, Lost le- Woods, no, except for me. Left, up, right, up, or left, yeah. up, upright. I don't know. In 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 in, in MMO news, I learned. Uh, that healers are pretty much not necessary for most, most of World of Warcraft nowadays. What? So, yeah, so I've been, so I played, a, a, you know, with the kind of resurgent at WoW, I decided to play a healer, and it turned out through the leveling process that no one needed me. I mean, they they technically required, if you're doing a pug group, but once we were in the dungeon, it's just go, 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 go. Oh, yeah. And and the the they the the they the, they didn't even check to see if I was with them because the reality was they didn't need me. The tank didn't ever need to be healed. The DPSs didn't need to be healed unless they did something incredibly silly, which was hardly ever in those lower level dungeons. It doesn't happen yeah. very often. That would change when you get to top level content again, Phil. So well, this is what I'm thinking. So I get to top level and like, those dungeons, when I first get the top level, level seventy regular dungeons don't require it. Regular no. Level it, seventy it, heroics, heroics don't require it. Nothing. So you only not only mythics then. So you have to get into mythics. Okay. I found out, and as you probably know, with mythics you can't just use no. the dungeon finder. Now nope. you've got to use the more you've clunky make kind friends. Of, yeah. Well, you can use the. They do have like the a group, group thing? finder. Yeah. yeah, the group thingy, and so I was able to get into some mythics that way. Uh, what's really funny is I'm doing like plus two plus four plus six and okay. people are still go 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 but what's really funny is if i'm not there with them occasionally they will now die for their impudence and then <laughs> get know, mad like, at you uh so far no one's gotten super mad at me because they're just quiet and they keep going though i swear they're almost like bots or something they don't really talk a lot they're this grinding is why, yeah this is why i embrace yeah. the whole idea of uh, the whole idea that 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 you can just take people apart, you know, with the AI to run with you because I don't think playing with real people enhances my experience because they don't talk except occasionally to tell me off. So I, I I'm okay with this. You 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 heard about warbands, right, Chris? Is that your no? Tell me about warbands. War so warbands was one of the big for for more casual people who like to play alts in particular. Warbands is super exciting because is that in the new expansion or is it out now? Mm-hmm. The new expansion is supposed to be coming out, I think, uh, sometime in the autumn. Yeah, next okay. year. And they have a new timeline out. Is this, out that's is this like exciting. the FF14 party system where you can have a fake party? 
No, they they do have that in some of the dungeons now, I believe. But that's no oh. warbands is basically the idea that your characters are now all basically part of a warband. All of your alts are part of a warband. When you earn fraction, uh, fra- fraction. <laughs> when you earn reputation for your fa- for a faction, it's that a reputation will be applied to your warband, not to your character. Okay. So everything will be warband wide instead all of right. account wide. It's going to be called warband wide. So what's the difference? Uh, currency banks will be shared. Like you'll have a warband bank. Wait, what's the difference between a warband and account-wide, then? uh, Warband might be possibly limited to a a server, whereas account-wide literally means anything on your account. I don't know. But I don't know for a fact that that's a thing. But the idea with that new term is that, like, reputation and things like that will be warband-wide now. So once that goes into effect, and that will actually be before the the expansion. I think it will be on the pre-expansion patch. Uh, you'll have a warband bank. Uh, a lot of your progression will be warband wide. When you go to do a mythic dungeon, for example, you will sometimes get gear that is warband gear that will be lower than I like. that. Yeah, and you uh, uh-huh. just a little bit lower, so it might be heroic gear in the mythic dungeon. But for your and, alts, yeah. But for your alts, great. And you can hand that down to them and the such. I like that. Uh, yeah. Do uh, I get to so, run dungeons with my alts? Well. This is what I was, you know, that this is a little little piece of rumor I heard from, I don't know if it was Asmongold or somebody else, but I believe that's what they're heading towards. They that haven't announced be, it, though. They have not announced it. Don't that, give them that, the benefit of the doubt. They're not good enough no. for that anymore. Which, they, well, I don't know. They've been doing a lot of good things lately. Uh, they're, they, they have really got the community Yeah, really? Back who's on who's their still side. playing uh, Season of Discovery? A lot of people. Okay. Well, at least in my little circles. That's completely anecdotal. But they, 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 and I don't know if you've seen their new roadmap. So they obviously got I some saw the good, roadmap. Yep. Yeah, Those, they got some good hype going. They have good roadmaps for Diablo Four as well, Phil. Diablo Four has actually been doing a lot better. Mm-hmm. Season two, I played Asmongold, some season two. Your boy, your uh, boy says that season two is really fun. Uh huh. And then and he says, like, he know, says it's voice. no, he says it's better. And then yeah. I've watched more videos on this than you have, I think. <laughs> well, I'm not saying it's, it's like not a slam so great. dunk. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not giving it a picture like it's suddenly a slam dunk or anything like that. But it's clearly going in the right direction as long as they continue with that momentum. It's going to continue sure. to be something a yeah. lot of people, particularly casual people, I think it's one thing. When they figure uh, out how to not load everybody's stash when you go into the town, it'll be great. Yeah. Load everybody's stash? That's part of why the performance is bad in Diablo 4. Oh, I didn't have any performance. They couldn't, the, yeah, they can't, uh, sorry, the issue is they can't give you more stash tabs or more inventory space because when you go into town, it loads everyone else's inventory as well. Wow. That, that seems like a massive oversight. It it was. <laughs> it was. <laughs> Something for them to figure they get, out. They, they get to work on that one. They're getting yeah, they there. Get to work on that. It's they get to... better. It is. Anyway, it's getting better. Okay, okay, and, okay, and okay. So back like... to WoW. Back to WoW. So we don't know that you get to. I want AI party system. Do we have it or no today? I believe so. I, I mean, it's already where? there in the tutorial. In the tutorial, in the tutorial. that tutorial. doesn't count. All right. It, well, it shows that they got it. And let me see if you have AI allies WoW dungeons. No. Yeah, I think you, you can queue for dungeons with AI NPCs in patch 10.2, which is, oh. I, yeah. Okay. Uh, 
Let's see. All right. So this, I've, I've got hope because if they make it so that your alts are the characters you get to party with, like if they yeah. can pull that off, yeah, that's I, such that's, a win for them. That's a game. That's something other games don't it. have. And right. it's their own spin on that system from 14 where you get to play with all your husbandos. Here you get to play with your alts. I think that's right. perfect. That that's, you know, it's pure conjecture, but boy, if they, I'm with you, if they can pull that off, that's a, that's a good differentiator between them and every other MO that's out there. People like to make alts in wow. And this is yes. something to do with them. And that's just great. Yeah. I, oh, go ahead, Kelly. Oh, I, I personally cannot wait to make uh, all five Power Rangers. There you go. Be able to have a party by myself with them. <gasps> oh my gosh! Or you name all your characters after Persona characters from Persona Four or something. Oh my god! Th- that too. Yeah, they they possibly World of Warcraft Free Say. Ooh, <laughs> World of Warcraft Free Say. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So it's all conjecture. Anyways, uh, back to the healer thingy. Yeah, so I, I kind of am a, was a little frustrated with that because I like playing healer. I don't want to play uh, a healer that really just ends up doing crappy DPS because no one actually needs healing. Uh, and I, I feel like in 14, that was one of the most exciting parts of 14 for me was when I queued for a, a dungeon and, and uh, you know, and then I we would have some big fight or they would do a big pool. Usually what would happen, I think 14 incentivizes it really well without going overboard. You don't want your early dungeons to be too hard, and I get it, because you don't, you know, whatever, it's low-level dungeons. What 14 does is, if you know what you're doing, you can do these big, big pulls, and then your your DPSs who have those AoEs can kill those things faster, but in order for your tank to survive those really big pulls, your healer has to be on their game. So if all four are working together, you can get through the dungeon environment faster, Um so I think that's pretty cool, and that's 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 where that's where I learned how to be a decent healer in 14. But in WoW, these guys do big pulls when they need to. A lot of times, if they can skip the monsters, they will for obvious reasons. Uh, but when they have to fight them, they'll do these big pulls, and they still don't need a healer. So it's yeah, pretty pretty crazy. Um, with that said, I so I, I I started like watching videos on other MMOs, and I think I'm gonna give Lord of the Rings a try. Lotro? Lotro. Wow. Okay. Wow. It's still going, it's huh? Still a thing. It's still a thing. <laughs> I like the Lord of the Rings story, and they say that the lore is really good in that one. Uh-huh. Um and one of the really interesting things, thinking, speaking of differentiating factors that that can make you different, it's like, well, what is Lotro? Okay, great. It's got the Lord of the Rings story and characters. What else does it have, like mechanically? Um, well, one of probably the biggest thing that I heard, at least for me personally, who's not a PvP or you know more of a casual player, is you can actually set world difficulty. So you talk to this traveler guy and you tell him if you want a plus one, plus two. It's kind of like Mythic tiers, uh, Mythic plus keys or whatever. But it's in your the mobs that are in your world, what you're questing and things like that. And you will get better rewards and certain types of rewards that are only available by doing that sort of higher tier content, which this solves. I mean, this is something that you see at every MMO. The leveling experience is not particularly challenging anymore. It, it, can, it can be pretty mind-numbingly boring uh, and, and whatever have you. Why, why in the heck they haven't thought about this in other MMOs where you can just crank that bad boy up like you can with Mythic Keys, but you're doing it in your questing for better 
uh, rewards. You gonna buy the hundred twenty nine dollar ninety nine cent version, Phil? Well, of course. Oh, what, what what would I be? It's thinking the ultimate about? fan bundle. Thing. Yeah, no. You could you can start. One of the reasons I'm gonna give it a shot is because you can really just you don't really need to do any of that stuff, you know, for quite a while. Get into it, play for free. Oh, you can play for hooks, free. Uh, what is, yeah. what are they selling here for? Because oh once you get into it, once it hooks you, then that's when they're hoping they're going to need to buy those expansions and that extra storage space and all that other jazz, like ESO. Though um, so ESO. Why does is make why does Lord of the Rings copy. Online have a pirate expansion? What Lord what of the Rings was, book is this from? What is happening? Actually, there was one line I think in book two that mentioned a peer off For a town, and they sake. went with it. Yeah, they. That is the it. sort of thing people do with Tolkien stuff, right? They did mention a quote from the book, and I'm like, is that really? I'm going to look at it. I was with you. I was like, he alluded to pirates existing. We have proof, and Christopher (laughs) Tolkien says it's okay. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what that boiled down. I saw that, Chris, and I was like, really? (laughs) You you know, um, I I joke about the gate game, like, is that still around? But I've heard stories of people who've come back to that game years later who bought uh, lifetime accounts. And apparently when you buy a lifetime account, they give you, like, uh, an allowance. And these people were logging back in and were, like, freaking billionaires. I really I never bought the lifetime. I should have bought the lifetime. I thought about (laughs) it, Kelly. (sighs) Um... Lord of the Rings Online's so, incredible new player experience. Yeah, oh, really? that new player experience. I've just started it. Uh, I rolled myself up an elf hunter because, of course, hunters are always. Best Wait a second! Solo. You can be a Bjorning now. Um, you can turn into a bear. Yes, I. Did That's see a that. thing now. <laughs> they're just—they're really pulling thing. everything in. Okay. That- that was extra though. That that when I saw you have that to pay to turn there, into a bear, pay to bear. Yeah. <laughs> <a> bear. <laughs> I, will say, I will say because they were limiting it to just the books, the base options that are you know there are very you're you literally are talking dwarves, humans, and elves, and there's like two different types of each, and that's it for your races. All right, let's see what uh, we got here. We got man, high elf, dwarf, stout axe, river hobbit. Regular Hobbit, Hobbit, Elf, and Bjorning. So River Hobbit would be like Gollum, in case you're wondering. Um, And Hobbit Hobbit is... Yeah, okay. Um, Elf, High Elf. Not sure I understand the difference there. (laughs) They look exactly the same to me when I was making Oh, that would be Forest Elf versus non-Forest Elf, right? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, okay. That's where they're going. Bjorning would be Bear Shapeshifter. Um, I'm not seeing... You can't play the Eagles, so you can't go Rusk of Frodo. That stinks. <laughs> you can't be a dragon, so no being smog. Like, these are the classes I want. I mean, if you really are scraping the barrel, let's let's go for it. And, like, let's have orcs and ogres, right? Those are things in the in that world. Let's do it. Whatever the, whatever the race is that turns to stone in the sunlight, so you can only play at night. Trolls, right? Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Um... What else? Aren't, th- aren't there goblins? Goblins, yeah. Why not? Let's do Why goblins not? and just turn this into a Warhammer, basically. <laughs> I mean, it's the basis for pretty <laughs> much every fantasy trope. It's like, all right, if you're gonna go Bjorning, you you can go way. You can like you may as well allow people to be wizards that never cast magic. 
See, see, this is why I play Horde and WoW, because I do not like all of the generic fantasy races. I like being weird stuff like the pandas and Mm -hmm. um, I was going to say werewolves, but that's Alliance. Uh, The the cows and the foxes and the goblins. They really did it. They put Bear Druid in Lord of the Rings Online. It could be yours for a small price of whatever. You're really, just sitting costs. here staring at a giant bear butt. It's old school wow bear druid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah, it's like the, the wow druid, except you've got exactly one shape. And it rhymes with mare. Yeah, no, I prefer cat form because it's basically kitty simulator. Well, you don't get that. You get bear butt. Yep. So enjoy bear, bear butt twenty four seven. Nope. So, Bearbutt two four seven is that is that your OnlyFans using name? <laughs> Never mind. All right, Lord of the Rings class guide. Oh, sorry, Phil. What are you, what you were talking about stuff, and I got distracted because they added dumb things to Lord of the Rings. Well, they do make it easy to get distracted. Let's be honest. Is it still um, the but- same dumb like um? If you're a bard, does it say the same music? Dun 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 dun. dun, dun. Dun, 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 dun. It's like the same like four notes over and over. Um, I haven't gotten to. Our you haven't even to met a bard. No one's me, being a bard. I'll be honest. I'm listening to Asmongold in the background while I'm playing this. I'm not gonna mm-hmm. lie. I'm not okay. really paying much attention to music. All right. Uh, and whatnot. Gosh, this thing looks old. Mm. It, it 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 I mean graphically wise, it, it's very interesting. They did something similar to WoW, I think, where they the character models look better but like the world looks like it hasn't been updated yet you know or some of the npcs look atrocious like they look when did this come out oh four oh five yeah i was let's see here lord of the rings release it was a supposed wow killer i uh i bought the collector's edition when this came out i got my fake one ring really Mm mm-hmm 2007 there you go yeah i was i was excited for this one i played a hobbit and never finished leveling and got bored with it. Yeah. So I'll, back I'll to see. 11. I'm, I'm, I'm making, <laughs> I, I think I think the fact that I can crank up the difficulty for the questing will make it a bit more e- exciting. I mean, throw rewards in front of that and stuff like that. That's the kind of stuff I like. I think I like that in Monster Hunter, too. Like you do the investigations and you can pick tougher investigations with tougher criteria, like Anna, multiple monsters in a time limit. You want to play Lord of the Rings online with us? You can be a bear now. You can stare at his butt all day. I asked a real selling point. She's she's a, she's just shaking her head no. I got a high, I got a better chance of getting her into season of discovery than this. And she's now she's nodding her head yes. <laughs> uh, I I'm uh, honestly surprised Lord of the Rings Online is still around. You know when it went free yeah. to play, I figured it was on a countdown of doom, and um, no. It's you know it's stuck it out. It's 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 interesting um, because you know you've got like a lot of these older MMOs that are still around. You know, my wife plays Ultima Online, and you can look up how old that is. I'm pretty sure they just hit like a quarter century. Uh, <laughs> I probably passed it up a little while ago, uh, but you don't hear about them a whole lot. And some of them are still releasing expansions. Some of them are just run in a maintenance mode. Uh, but uh, some, yeah, some of them obviously die out, and others keep on just plump, pumping along. I, I think one of the reasons I wanted to do Lord of the Rings as well is I had heard – this is all conjecture, but a YouTube video because Amazon owns some of the rights, Lord of the Rings, something, something, something. There's a possibility 
that they might want to somehow, if they could get the leverage, force Lords of the Ring Online closed so they could make their own. Uh, since New World is doing so great and stuff like that, and they have this license. I don't know how much weight there is to that or truth is to that, but to your point, any of these MMOs could go offline any time, and then they're lost for all time for the most part. So probably good to just jump into it while it's around and see see if it's uh, – since I like the books and everything and just see how much of that that I do like or if it is not something for me. So, But I'm very busy, so I haven't really put a lot of time into it. It's just something I'll tinker with here and there. Isn't uh, EverQuest still going? Yes. Yes, huh. 100%. Yeah, I've been watching these videos because I was kind of like on my crusade of like, okay, where can I be a healer and feel like a healer? <laughs> I was listening. I was surprised like EverQuest is still around. Like a lot of these old things are still I told you, I tried to play EverQuest. No, what you need to play is RuneScape. Mm. I would probably be more successful with RuneScape than EverQuest. Go for the old school one. EverQuest's control system's terrible. Chris, uh, pull up screenshots for old school RuneScape and share it with us. OSRS is a thing. I know lots of people love it. It looks like. It looks so bad. It almost I, I think like it's going to be easier to play than EverQuest, though. I mean, Technically, you don't you still play fourteen, Chris? Or well, I mean, I haven't. Or not fourteen. I'm sorry, eleven. First of all, eleven has a sensible control scheme compared to EverQuest. Don't compare okay. those two. <laughs> EverQuest eleven came out after WoW, which came out after EverQuest. All of which reform revived reformed how you do the things that EverQuest did because EverQuest's take on it was like very much first swing and hasn't really moved on <laughs> I, I thought that 11 was before wow not technically uh th- was, th- they were probably going at the same time yeah and, and then there's japan first. versus the u.s release and okay you're right i guess wow was 04 11 was 03 you guys are right hmm. well the beta of 11 was 03 in the u.s so it probably came out in japan yeah, you guys are right. WoW came out the year after. Okay. Does this matter that much? Mm-hmm. Or do you just like well, oh, me being wrong? In which case, that's well, no. fair. Uh, I deserve I, I, I deserve it, the derision. <laughs> I, I think it matters a little bit because Eleven was very much based off of EverQuest. And then WoW kind of... Don't you say that with your end. mouth. Like, don't you dare... Eleven is so much better than EverQuest. <laughs> no, no, I, I meant more the kind of EverQuest style of you know no quest markers, yeah, uh, force partying, um, leveling skill skill points, that kind of stuff. And so yeah, all well, the stuff I like about too, it, basically, if, if except for the lack well of was, plus markers. Yeah, well, it was always considered kind of Care Bear mode because of the quality of life features. Vaughn, download EverQuest because it's free to play and try to move your character. Does it <laughs> try to do WASD? Huh? No, it does not use WASD. <laughs> oh, there was no hotbars for abilities? Did we not use WASD back in the day? <laughs> We've been using it like since I want to say at least the early nineties because Doom and stuff. I'm pretty sure used WASD. No, I, I thought Doom still. It used was arrow the... keys by default on EverQuest. 
yes, you can bind to WASD, but I, it's I feel, it's not. It's oh man. I feel like Half Life was the one that uh, popularized WASD and. Yeah. Oh, by the yeah, Von's right in the chat. Doom, the original Doom, did not use WASD. Hmm. You didn't even use a mouse. Because I remember uh, buying a flight stick specifically to play Doom and Quake and all of those pre WASD ones. Because my, my you brain could couldn't them handle them though. Yeah. Um, my brain couldn't handle doing the controls on my right hand and the uh, actions on my left. Hmm. But I mean that that's neither here nor there. I guess. Uh... And remember, Doom, you didn't have to aim. Yeah. You just need to have the monster somewhere in the center of your screen. <laughs> yeah, um, that was it, it was Z Doom. That was the yeah. mod that kind of fixed all of that. Fixed? I don't know. I think Doom should be the way it is. And then we have Quake for actual WASD and aiming and stuff. Uh, Z Doom certainly made it amusing, though. Because you could, ju- you could jump through windows and end up in places you were never supposed to end up in. Anyway, Drawstrife Hayes has a video up called I Played EverQuest for 100 Hours, Should You? And um, I'm going to direct you to that for all of his takes on <laughs> whether or not jumping into EverQuest now is is worth it, because that's gonna he's going to cover everything way better than I can from my 20-minute attempt and bounce out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hell, I tried to download 11 a couple of years ago just to feel that nostalgia again and mm. then i i was in and i can't i can't if i go back in i might not come back out i can't i'm done with 11 i i completely forgot just how obtuse that game really was <sighs> if i go back to 11 i may never live again <laughs> <laughs> it was my first mmo it's my favorite mmo yeah. I, can't, I can't do it again well, that's what everyone's trying to get. You know, most of my friends are into classic, and I do have a lot of friends playing classic. And I'm like, I can't, I can't do classic again. Like, been there, done that. It was, you know, like, there's a lot of nostalgia and stuff for me, but it wasn't that fun. Uh, Vaughn, <laughs> like it they, should be Control I for your inventory, and then the auction house. You have to go to the right person in town and talk to the little tower tower. Phil, did, I, did you ever hear about me rage quitting classic Mm-mm. a while back? No. Um, so, so over a holiday weekend, Chris and Anna and Tam and I all decided to boot up WoW Classic and try, try to give it a try. Oh. And I was trying to do my level 10 hunter taming quest. And oh my god, that was the most poorly designed quest in the game at the, that time. Because I was trying to have Chris crowd control it so that I could tame it. Because it kept, the, the stupid pets kept killing me before I could even get get the tame bar like halfway done. And if, even if we was in a group, if Chris tried to crowd control it, it would just tag him and I couldn't tame and I was like, "This is this is bullshit." Oops. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, there was definitely a, a few very frustrating things about class, especially like the old that, that I mean that like there's like those type of things like some of those quests were like go and find X, Y, and Z, and there was no 
quest finder back then like until later on they modded it in but there was mods you could download but before the mods you were like when it first came out i was like looking all over for some of those things i hate playing where's waldo i hate it and especially in the 3d-ish game forget about it i got so frustrated looking for some of those quest objectives i forgot that you were you're not supposed to leave your pet out when you jump down from a thing because it'll it'll path its way and aggro everything dungeon <laughs> and aggro the whole dungeon and i'm like oh i just wiped us in whaling caverns my bad i think it was whaling caverns mm-hmm. well god bless y'all who enjoy classic you keep enjoying it i don't want to take anything away from you I, just... I, I, I even said for years that I was going to go back to Witch King and if or Witch King Classic if they ever did it, and then I played it a little bit for the. Uh, they had a promotion where if you did the Death Knight quest, you could get a mount, and I I did that whole quest, and it's like I forgot how jank this mm. whole thing was. I cannot do mm. this to level eighty anymore. Sorry, mm. sorry, Classic, you were fun, but. Yeah. I can't. Oh my it's gosh, not you, it's me, classic. Well, it's now you. now you only have to get to 25, Kelly. Oh, because of the season thing? Yeah. Great. I don't know. It, it's, it sounds fun on paper, but the jank, man. Everyone's doing it, Kelly. Don't you want to be with everybody? No, I, I'd rather smoke. <laughs> Uh, That's side, side note, I, I don't smoke. I'm actually very allergic to cigarette smoke. I was just j- trying to make a dumb joke about okay. peer pressure. We, we get you. We get you. <laughs> well, I just wanted to uh, stave that off at the past before somebody was like, Kelly, you fine. shouldn't be smoking. You don't need to smoke. Just come over here and do this H. Nah. Got, got any weed? Edibles? No, I'm only into oh the hard gosh. stuff. I keep seeing those commercials for the edibles. They're all over the place now. They're very popular. Yeah. Is that legal in Utah now? I don't know about Utah, but the commercial keeps uh, like that's one of the things they'll say. Is it legal? Oh, you better believe it's legal. <laughs> they got some like fake cop there, and, you know, so you know it's totally legal. <laughs> a guy dressed as sure. a police officer come out. Yeah. By the way, it's totally, totally illegal. illegal, and then totally. he pops a pops an <laughs> edible in his mouth. Mm. Yeah. Not only is it legal, it's delicious. Thumbs yeah. up to the camera. Pretty much. Sparkle so, teeth. Yeah. Bing. Totally fine. Get your edibles now. Five, five, five. Make me high. It's <laughs> <laughs> pretty much how it works. Because well, we, Vaughn and I kept seeing dispensaries down in uh, Oklahoma. And we was like, wait, what happened? Oh, they, they legalized medical here. So now you, you can't. For lack of a better term, swing a dead cat without seeing a dispensary in Tulsa and <laughs> Oklahoma City. It, it was just amusing to me. Works for me. Mm-hmm. It, indeed. Very legal. Anyways, that's all I got. All right. Is it time <laughs> to go into our feedback? Uh, what did people get for their holidays? My, my po- podcast partner in crime? Yes. Um, from Platy M, aka Matt Mason, uh, I bought myself. Oh, before, what did you get as a present? Was our 
question and mm -hmm. only Matt responded and he said, I bought myself uh, $150 in eShop gift cards for a discount at a big box store. Wife accidentally wrapped $50 in each me and my kids stockings. Uh, they were all excited to buy more dang fighters in Super Smash. Ick. I spent $50 uh, on the first Atelier Ryza, Star Ocean First Departure, and the collection of Mana. I love how the kids I all got cards accidentally. Yeah, Matt, you're going to have to explain that. He, he put them on the present pile, and then she thought it was for the kids, too, I guess. Oh. That's great. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I see what happens. Uh, what happened? Um, <laughs> well, hey, at least the kids are happy. Yeah, um, they got more dang fighters. <laughs> and it, it's funny because we've got Atelier Riza on our list for backtrack next year. Perfect. Oh, oh that's in April. Um, we did it. We did it Atelier April. Atelier April. Okay. And then Trials of Mana is at some point, and we'll probably talk about both versions, the 3D remake and the 2D cool. localization. So um, got a lot of exciting stuff on Backtrack coming up. Um, you you will be probably be recruited for Ryza and Elden Ring at some oh, point. Oh, no. I can't wait to talk about Elden Ring, my, my first real souls. You, uh, yeah. You beat that thing faster than I did. Yeah. Yeah, that's why we want you on there, because I kind of stumbled my way into being OP, and you was kind of jealous. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> that's a fair thing to be jealous about. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll save that story for the backtrack, but um, it, it was a fun pl planning session. I'm excited for a lot of the stuff coming up. Um. And we're we're kind of retiring skits, or rather, only doing them when I can actually think of something. Because I was really stressing myself out last year trying to think of a skit for every single game we covered. And I, I said, Gu "Guys, I I need a break from this. This is becoming homework." And <laughs> uh, kind of a tradition that might is going to happen sporadically next year. Um, mainly because tr trying to be funny every two weeks is hard, and I commend uh, SNL writers for being able to do that week to week. Oh, I don't know that everyone agrees with you that they're able to do it. Mm -hmm. uh, well, yeah, that's for sure. Well, I mean... They certainly try. <laughs> whether or not they're funny is subjective, and that's certainly subjective with me, but the fact that they can think of stuff for an entire hour... Uh, every week during an SNL season, um, that that's impressive because I was beating my head against Vaughn. the wall trying to think of something for one game every two weeks. Vaughn says, "Don't commend them; they haven't been funny for decades." I know, I know. Um, well, like I've said, you the funny—it's such a generational thing. The funny SNL is the generation you grew up with, probably. Yeah. So I'm. I'm a very uh, Chris Farley, David Spade fan, um, my, and Mike Myers. Chris, you're older than me, so you're probably uh, Dana well, honestly, Well, okay, yeah, probably, but, like, also, I actually prefer watching 
like old ones with Dan Aykroyd and stuff. Uh, like old old school ones. Um, cause I, f- I just feel like those are better comedians in general. Um, no, fair enough. Um, also probably they were all coked out of their minds. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, which explains why I like Robert Downey Jr. era as well. <laughs> and, and John Belushi? Not so much, but yeah. Cause he was really coked out of his mind. Yeah. Basically cocaine. I just like <laughs> cocaine comedy, I guess, huh? Is that is that what it is? Cocaine comedy. Cocaine comedy? I'm yeah, foolish. no love for Chris Farley? Uh, it was... Listen, I just... I didn't appreciate a lot of the culture I was living in in the 90s. <laughs> and he was definitely part of that. Like, I come to appreciate a lot of Farley sketches later. But not well, not at the time. I just felt like this, everything's dumb and stupid, and people are dumb and stupid, and everyone likes stupid things. Why can't anyone like anything clever or smart or interesting? It's all sex and dumb. And then now I'm older, and it's like, yeah, sex and dumb is funny. I, I, I mean, <laughs> to be fair, when I was a teenager, I didn't get why people my age liked Adam Sandler because I thought he was just stupid. There's, no, that's still true, though, Kelly. That hasn't changed. He is still it, stupid, it, and that you shouldn't like him. <laughs> even his quote-unquote funny movies like Billy Madison and the golf one. He's got a couple lines that are good in those, but like, come on. He made Parenthood. <laughs> oh, whatever I, I the, mo- to... the most recent ones are that are terrible. <laughs> I uh, I forgot to put um, Phil Hartman in that list because I was definitely upset when he passed away. Yeah, and, all right, he was a good SNL guy. Yeah. Um, I <laughs> I I watched a, a thing about him recently, going into what what his relationship was with with the wife that ended up killing him and it was just I, I never knew of some of that stuff and it was just tragic and, and the sucky thing the sucky thing is that he was trying to get out of that when that happened oh, R.I.P. Phil you were a rock star I, I also find myself wondering how the Shrek universe would have turned out if uh, Chris would have lived and did the voice Chris Farley was supposed to be Shrek? yeah oh. there's um, even test footage of it um Pretty much most of the movie was voiced, and then he passed away, and they had they pretty much had to redo the whole thing with Mike with Mike Myers, and it was supposed to be kind of a more subdued role for Chris. Um, he he was I mean he wasn't really crazy Chris Farley. He was more kind of well, well I mean you know how Shrek is very sullen Chris Farley and mm-hmm. the one clip that survived where they're talking about the, their, him and Donkey are looking up at the stars and uh, saying it's it's a leave it alone thing and layers and onions and all that and it's kind of a t- touching scene um, with him and it, and it just kind of ma- makes me sad that he never got a chance to be that character Though that, that being said I don't know how successful the movie would have been and um, wouldn't have got a sequel and I never would have gotten my favorite character of all time, which is Puss in Boots. So who knows? Puss in Boots. Have have you seen the new movie, Phil? Not the new one. It's It's really good. Much like um it's been a while, but it's so cute. He's such a cute kitty. 
we, we Chris and I were trying, or Chris and I, and then Vaughn and I were trying to determine if puss counts for the uh, one brain cell orange cat move. Oh no! Because you know orange cats only have one brain cell that they share in between. Oh no! Nice <laughs> to those orange kitties. Oh, easy for you to say. My ginger uh, ruined my Christmas. Well, post Christmas. <laughs> he decided Christmas was over. All right. He knocked your tree over and said, "Put this crap away. It's done." <laughs> I I don't know if he was that introspective. It was more like, "I want to crawl around in the storage tubs, Mom." Also, I want to break things because I, I'm Alice's apprentice. I'm into crime. I'm a cat. <laughs> be a cat do crime yeah um do do we want to do any the smattering of news that we have we better let's let's get on with it like a dragon infinite wealth details sujimon what all right explain this to me in in the first like a dragon um Gosh, the daming convention of this thing is so confusing now. So in Yakuza Like a Dragon, there was kind of a mini game called Sujimon, where it was basically filling out a bestiary of all the different thugs around town. And there were all the whole quest chain was littered with Pokemon jokes. Um it's it started out with you getting a Suji Dex and you having to pick in between between three thugs that were dressed in red, oh my gosh. blue, and green. And it, it was just kind of a side gag. Well, in Infinite Wealth, apparently they're turning it into a whole-ass minigame. Because now you can recruit, quote-unquote, Sujibon, train them, and battle them against oh other groups goodness. of Sujibon. And all, all these are, are just the very street thugs that you run into on the streets. But but they're dressed funny and they're called Su- Sujimon. I th- I forgot what Sujimon was supposed to mean. It it was a it was a pun on being they're them being thugs or something. I can't remember. But yeah, you're gonna be able to catch thugs and fight them in this in this game. It's just something wrong with that. Well, I'm sorry, you don't catch them. You recruit them with a Suji gift. Oh, well then it's fine. So. I was on the fence about whether or not I was going to get this day one. Th- well, this now you are. A, yep. This has made it a day but one purchase. You need to catch them all. I, I need to catch, catch all the thugs. All. all the thugs. <laughs> uh, they will participate on the game's Dondoko Island Wait, content. Wait, it's going to have raids? Yes. Oh my gosh. Um, and also fusion, you can uh, power them up by combining two of the same ones, and they will evolve. <sighs> what one of the job classes is Suji Mancer, where you summon them into regular combat. Um, the, there's also going to be a bit on the Dondoko Island content, which is their Animal Crossing stuff, um, where you can send them to work the trade on the farm and. Uh, earn money and experience the, the, this sounds so fun and so oh so funny um, and that there's also uh, the discreet four that you have to fight to become the Sujimon mm-hmm. master <laughs> of course 
Oh my God. I, I am just so excited for this. It comes out on January 26th. I'm, I'm probably going to use some of my Amazon money to Christmas money to pre, go ahead and pre-order it. Cause I, I already loved uh, Yakuza like a dragon anyway, because of the character and stuff. And I'm, I'm was already happy to see this character come back. And, and now that they have both Animal Crossing and Pokemon mini game inspired mini games in it, I I have a feeling I'm going to be on this game for a while. No doubt. I, I wish Josh was here. I want to. I, I'm sure he'd be gushing about it like I am, or just laugh. One of the two. <laughs> well, no, it, it sounds super. It, it's not because of silliness. It, it's, oh. it's 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 it's. I mean, they, these guys don't slow down. This is this is why the series is so good. Just when you think they can't get any sillier, they're like, "Hold my beer. Let me show you what else we can come up with." <laughs> How they can tone shift so quickly from incredibly incredibly silly to incredibly serious is just fascinating to me. Oh yeah, yeah. No, they they do that really well, and it, and it always feels like a good balance. They they they've done a really good job of that. The fact that like a dragon about made me put me in tears in the end, and then that went from that to making me crying laughing. Oh, I can't wait. Um, is anybody excited for the farming adventure tales of Sekiu? Can't say that one's on my radar. Uh, well, to be fair, it was just announced. It's a blend of yokai folklore and farming situation. Um, it's uh, being developed for the PC. And the trailer basically makes it look like Breath of the Wild, but with farming. Well, there you go. I don't know if Chris has the trailer up right now. I'm sorry, I have an old one. I'm pulling up the current one. Ah. Which is weird, because the old one came from seven months ago. So this must be an announcement of a localization, then. Ah, I see. Um, No sign of... Oh, turn into a bird? Yeah. What is this? Um, it is a farming game. Okay. But with some combat and building relationships. All right. Um, the fact that you turn into an ox to plow the field and then a slime to water it. I didn't see that in the original in the trailer I watched, but that's kind of funny. Mm-hmm. And then there, I, there's a lady that I can't tell if she turns into a cat or a fox. Yeah, th- that bit that I'm seeing on the trailer right now with the throwing of the barrels was giving me Breath of the Wild vibes. It looks like they're trying some things, but it looks a bit jank and budget to me, but we'll see how it comes out. Yeah, um, they're going to have a Kickstarter starting on... For what? Aren't they already out in Japan? Okay, never mind. Uh, the trailer <sighs> had a Kickstarter, showed a Kickstarter thing. I'm so I confused. Think. Yeah, coming to Kickstarter on January 12th. But you can... Planned release date, 2024. You can wishlist it on Steam. Soon on Kickstarter. What? Okay. Let me wishlist it on Steam real quick. Oh, I guess I I see the thing on uh, Kickstarter now. I guess those people are cat people. Uh, Another point in its favor for me. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, sad news for people that liked Dragon Quest Tact. So Anna and Matt, no, is Tact uh, shutting down? It the international is. version. Anna, 
Did you hear DQ Tact is shutting down? Oh, I'm sorry. Well, it's been less than that. But all right. She says she um, hasn't played it in six months. I don't know that I believe Yeah, the it. International released in January 2021. The Japanese guess... version won't remain live. I played it for like a week. And then and I played it a lot. That was when I was starting to kind of realize that gotcha wasn't my thing. So R.I.P. Dragon Quest Tact, I'm sure you will be missed by Matt. By seven people. Whoever's still playing it. By seven people. And then final, our final bit of news, Front Mission, the first remake, is getting its uh, free content update. It's oh. Set to, yeah, some extra set missions out, and stuff. Yeah, set to announce in 2024 um, a new single-player uh, set of scenarios, a um, multiplayer mode, new characters, and a commander that introduces players to the update's content. So up, uh, updating a remake of the game that originally came out in 1995. Yep. But I mean, this was, it was already out as an updated game. So now you're getting some more stuff for it. Yeah. Yeah. The remake came out earlier um, uh, in 2022 on Switch and everything else uh, June of this year. So uh, we've got reviews up. You can check it out. There's going to be a Front Mission 2 remake coming out next year. Um, So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Front Mission 2 Front remake Mission already is, came out on Switch yeah. this year. So the it'll come yeah. to the other systems next year. Yeah, it's 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 kind of infamous for its translation issues and bad grammar. Well, then the maybe such. this update helps. That would be nice for them to fix that. Does it say anything about a new translation? It it's doesn't. pretty bad. Oh. It's, it's not just a missed comma here and there. Oh. Yeah. That's too bad. Yeah, we don't like to see still that. Still gave it a three and a half out of five, though. There you go. Because it's still front mission. Yeah, it's front mission, so. Yeah, some of the people were complaining, like, oh, um, you know, so when you go to shoot at somebody, you don't get to pick the body part. It's kind of random, you know, where you hit mm-hmm. a lot of RNG. That, for a lot of people, is a huge detractor. But yeah, if you're used to old school games like some of us are, it's That's like, that was another day in paradise. That's the yeah. way it works. <laughs> I loved Front Mission 3. That's what I am waiting on, Front Mission 3. Oh, it's so good. Isn't it fresh Front Mission 3rd? I don't care what it is. It's so good. All right, we getting a 3 remake? Yes. So, okay. We'll see. Doesn't, doesn't that series kind of waver bad, like, in quality from good yeah. to bad to good? Four, I bought four on the, you know, because I had like three so much and, and, and then I never actually put a lot of time into it because all the reviews that came after was like, we're, we're, we're very lukewarm on it. And I'm like, oh, it took all the wind out of my sails because I was such a fan of, of Front Mission 3. I mean, I had friends, I mean, you usually don't have friends come over and watch you play turn-based RPGs. It's not the most fun thing to watch, but, uh, you know, it's on the PlayStation 1, and the way the camera would work when you fire a missile and blow off the arm off a mech or something was just super cool. Uh, but, you know, they'd come over and see the special effects, and they were, you know, after half an hour or so, and it was, okay, we're, we're done with that. But but I continued to play it for 80-plus hours. I think for a single playthrough would take 80-plus hours because... Uh, the the story was really good. The combat was very compelling uh, to me. I 
love customizing my mechs and then taking them out and blowing up arms and legs and and the such. Uh, and your your pilots would gain skills so that they could do a better job of of aiming and zeroing in on on different you know parts or using their weapons better. Uh, but these special abilities would just kick in, and whenever one of them would kick in, it was there was a, I don't think there was any voice acting, but they would do this almost anime like thing, and it would put the name of the ability on the screen like zoom in and your sniper would get an extra zoom in which would increase its accuracy and you're like oh yeah now that that leg is about to get blown off because i've got a 112 percent chance to hit and it was just it was just really really fun um well i mean we had 3d gaming for a while when front mission had come out but seeing it used so dynamically in a tactical rpg was delight but then having that done in an RPG that was well written with a compelling story was even better. So I, I, I'm excited to see what they can do with, with the remake. It does, you know, if there's one thing I'm looking for out of the remake aside from obviously maybe sprucing up the graphics because PlayStation one graphics really don't hold up. Well would be uh speed. I will say the modern audience, there's no way shape and form that they're going to put up with the, with the, with the, pacing of that combat it was pretty slow even for those days i mean we were okay because we were willing to put up with it because it was like cool camera angles and stuff you fire a rocket the camera would follow the rocket until smash into the side of the mech and things like that but it, it did slow down the pacing of stuff and i don't remember this has been years decades i don't remember if there was an option to turn that off probably there was but i don't remember if there was but i remember like if the animations are on it could be a bit slow It'd be a lot slow so we'll see what they they come up with. But as long as they they do great graphics, clean up, clean up the graphics, the UI, uh, you know, freshen up the music a little bit so it sounds like it's you know, modern day uh, sound systems and stuff. And I, I don't think they have to do a whole lot with the writing. I thought that was pretty well done myself. Not an expert, but but I had a good time with the story. I think it could be really really good. I'm looking at the the history of the series on Wikipedia because I I remember it going really weird in the 2000s, and mm. yeah, Front Mission Evolved was a third person shooter, and then there was a weird game called Left Alive that was in the mm. same universe but was a Metal Gear Solid clone. To the point where they got the Metal Gear Solid art artist to do the box art, and it, it just it makes me wonder <laughs> if they go full circle are they going to remake those probably not probably not i mean i mean as far as i can recall three was kind of the pinnacle and four and anything that came out after it was quickly forgotten so we'll see what they actually do but i i i would i wouldn't hold my breath yeah me neither i <laughs> Did I see on the the trailer that the it was even crediting Kojima Productions, Chris? For what? The, the, you you're watching the the Left Alive happened? thing? No, they're not. Yeah. No. Okay. My it bad. was uh they was showing off Square Enix and that it's a front mission game that doesn't reference Russian front mission and stuff. Anyway. Oh, okay. Never mind. Hey, you know what I need to do? Hmm. I need to watch more Gundam anime. <laughs> just apropos of nothing the uh actual best gundam show is gurren lagan mm, okay i mean i'm I'm sure anime fans will might contest me on that 
but I'm I, Gurren Lagann is my favorite giant robot anime. Okay. To, to the point where Va- Vaughn and I are going to go see the uh, two, two movies in theaters next month. Okay. <laughs> you should do that. There you go. <laughs> that's all I got for you. The, the, <sighs> the, that's one of those animes that is just so beautiful to look at, e- even before it uh, came out in HD. Okay. Any, anyway, sorry. I could I could gush about that series all day. Do we have any uh, new games coming out? I looked. There's nothing. Absolutely nothing? Absolutely nothing. I couldn't find anything. Stop and enjoy all of the games you got uh, this Christmas. That's what they're, they're, they're giving you a chance. They're giving you a chance to breathe. Go back and watch uh, the Starfield, um, a quick retrospective analysis, eight-hour video. Oh, no. I'm two hours in, in, Kelly. Uh, (laughs) I got sucked into a video talking about why we enjoy uh, looking at content about bad games. That was kind of fascinating. Uh, I guess I'm the oddball. If it's once I figure out the game is bad, I stop watching. Like, let's move on to the next one. This was mainly talking about how uh, the Lord of the Rings Gollum really wasn't that bad of a game um i i mean yeah it, it was it was buggy and stuff but apparently it also had kind of a compelling story that would have would have mm. been neat if it, the game would have actually been polished mm. yeah that's that's true i mean i definitely have seen uh, numerous examples where some game gets a you know bad rap maybe it's you know something wrong with the you know game but um, it has a lot of good things, but it has this one glaring, you know, problem or something with the developers mm-hmm. or the publishers or whatever have you. And then this becomes what you, you know, an echo chamber. If that's all you hear about the game, and none of the good things about the game get spoken about. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's yeah, that's uh, sadly true. Uh, and whatnot. There's definitely a few games that I like that, you know, that I'll talk about, and someone's like oh, but that game's bad because of this. And I'm like, okay, so apparently you heard the one line that everyone kept repeating over and over that got made into YouTube videos or whatever it was. You didn't dig any deeper than that. You didn't read deeper reviews or try the game yourself. Not that you can try every game that's out there, but um, so you're kind of speaking from a a place of of ignorance, not not being rude, but just saying you don't know. So let me tell you why this game is actually really, really great if you're willing to look past this blemish, or maybe by now it's been patched out. You know, some of those things get patched out later on. So, um, but that that voice was so loud uh, on YouTube and stuff because, like you said, it makes Gollum definitely. I, I don't know anything about the game aside from obviously got you know pretty poor reviews. Um, but being it's such a huge target, you know, because of big developer and everything else that that mm. that all I saw my YouTube feed for the longest. Every single YouTuber I follow, I swear. <laughs> Was was covering the whole Gollum fiasco. I ignored uh, all of it because I just don't care. I wasn't. Um, uh, I, I there's it, it, the I like Lord of the Rings and the story and everything like that. That's why I'm willing to j- jump in and, and give the online game a try and stuff like that. But I also I'm also pretty skeptical about licensed games to begin with. <laughs> so once you tell me it's not good, that's all I need to hear. I, I'm like, cool, got it. 
that's why it was such a pleasant surprise when that what was it that one game was it if not avengers um guardians of the galaxy turned out to be so good yeah um well i i i don't know what to, what to say about that i i feel like that that was a squ- part of the problem with that square presentation that year that they focused so hard on that and not what people wanted to see actually see which you know was uh final fantasy content that that was also the year that they announced babylon's fall and Mm. um stranger of paradise which which there was one that we we thought that was just going to be terrible that has universal praise yeah yeah, and I think like some of the earlier reviews were quick to tackle the few, you know, some of the negatives that it had. But thankfully, I think the positive voices won out on that because there is quite a lot to like about the game. Is there campy writing that doesn't oh, really? Yeah. Of course there is. But underneath of that is a really, really great and fun game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I was telling Chris about this last night. Uh, Sonic 06 is one of those ones that I wanted to like so bad, and, and it had just just such terrible jank. And I really wish um, Sega would revisit that one and actually do what they intended to do with it and, and actually take their time with it. Because the whole reason why that game was bad was because they were rushed. Mm-hmm. If they would have taken the time to put, you know, polish and have the time to actually make a good game i think it could have been a good game and fans have been working on uh trying to patch at least the pc version of that one to make it playable hmm yeah that could be a good question of the week though in terms of like um was there a game that is pretty you know you know just very universally on the on the social media and stuff hate it but you love it because you can see the diamond in the rough what's your favorite diamond in the rough game maybe i i don't know there's probably a way to word that i don't know i i thought that we was gonna ask what's our new year's gaming resolutions because we've got a feature i've got mine i i've gotten distracted on youtube if you're watching the stream you see i'm watching all these videos about the las vegas sphere and i know i'm late to the party on the las vegas sphere but I want to play Mario Party, Mario Kart on the Las Vegas Sphere. That's what I've decided I want to do. I want <laughs> giant yeah. Mario Kart on the Sphere. It, it, on days that they had the giant eyeball up, I would probably hide in my basement and not come back out. Oh, no. <laughs> not a fan of the eyeball one, huh? All right. I I have I don't, I I don't know if this is the real term, but this is what I'm calling it. I have terrible ocular phobia. Oh, well, I won't I, show I, that I anymore. Hate eyeballs. Yeah, <laughs> it's so dumb. Oh, I'm sorry. It's ometophobia. It's ometophobia. All right. Eyes. Well, that's eye contact, though. I'm specifically afraid of eyeballs. Hmm. Eye contact doesn't bother me. It's giant eyeballs. If if a game has that, I I wish I could turn that crap off. Sorry. I didn't realize how big this thing was and stuff and where it was on the strip. And I haven't been to Vegas in a bit. It's time for go back to Vegas. Oh, Come back from the Venetian, to Vegas. Huh? All right. That's weird. Wasn't there a hotel here? Did they tear it down? <laughs> uh, whatever. Let's go to Vegas, folks. 
All right. There you go. That's all there, I got for you. I don't have any games. I don't know. All right. Our question is your oh, New Year's resolution or old game to play. I forget what we're doing now. Um, Our gaming resolution. My oh, gaming resolution I, is 1440p. Um, oh, also, I forgot to bring up Sam's last uh, backlogging the year. Ah. Before we wrap up. Um, oh, she's got a cute picture of her uh, golden retriever puppy and her bulldog. Okay. Sorry. The, the puppy. Is it on the Las Vegas sphere? No. <laughs> no, that's too bad. No, I just, I just, I didn't expect a puppy picture. Wait, why are golden retriever puppies so cute? I don't know, but they should be on the sphere too. Any, anyway, uh, so she talks about RPGs that she played, including Fae Farm, Star Ocean Second Story, uh, our uh, World of Horror, that kind of stuff. Um, she also played uh, Resident Evil 4, and, uh, the remake of Dead Space, and is now currently playing Sea of Stars. And I wonder I wonder how much she likes that game. I, I, I guess correctly that she's in love with Garl in that game, because I, I knew she would love that character. And Gar, Garl is the sweet, the sweet boy in that game. But um, you, you could read more about her. This Sam's year year end wrap up and see the cute puppy pictures. Oh well, she completed forty five games Good job. this year. I'm at forty one. That's Not a lot bad. more than me. Um. Also, your cats are, seem to be aggressively cleaning each other. Also, Chris, I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> I drew a fake eyeball on the on the whiteboard. For those you watching at home, it's an inverse eyeball. It's weird. It's Chris. It's specifically uh, giant eyes yeah. or eyeballs out of their sockets. So you, oh no, you're just drawing the eyelashes. Now it's a Digimon. Yeah, that stuff doesn't bother me. There you go. See, F- fixed. Just give the eyeball a tail, and it's done. Or um. Another one is like bunches of eyeballs. Mm. I'm not doing that because that would freak me out too. There's specifically that's like combining eyeball phobia with tryptophobia, which is like no. (laughs) Yeah, there was a scene in one RPG, and I'm blanking on it. That it it was a cave full of eyes that I hated. But yeah. yeah, Chaos uh, CVZ, the Grandia 2 eyeballs. I hated that scene in that game. Oh my god, I think I Homer screamed at that. How many people are Homer screaming that we need to finish this show? Probably a lot. <laughs> I'm, I'm hungry. I've got Christmas decorations to put up. There's nothing coming out, folks. I'm sorry. Tell us your New Year's resolutions. What do you want to do with your gaming next year? Um, let us know. Uh, Old games, Vaughn's new hungry. games. He, he's got manga to put up. No games. I'm just going to sit here and pet these cats. So. Did, did you know at, 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 on Lord of the Rings Online that, oh, no. that you know there there are stat-boosting tomes that you can find when doing the adventure, or you can buy them on the Lord of the Rings store? Pay to win, baby. Oh, okay. Well, now I'm super excited. Cool. Chris, your cats are extremely cute. Aren't they, though? I wish my cats cuddled. Mostly they just fight. 
and break stuff. Cool. Well, uh, have a happy new year. (laughs) Yeah, have have a happy new year, everybody. (laughs) So sorry. I don't have anything for you. Interesting. Um, There's got to be something, right? All right. I leave you with this commercial for the MetaQuest 3. Ghostbusters, Rise of the Ghost Lord. Go play it on VR. Make that your New Year's resolution. All right, everybody? VR. This is the year of VR. You with really? me, Kelly? <laughs> uh... Phil, surely you're going to get a, a PlayStation VR 2 slash MetaQuest 3, right? Not going to happen. Not going to happen? No, I value my furniture too much. I'd be waving my arms around, knocking things over. It's not good. <laughs> See, I, I have my MetaQuest and I love it, but I really need to get a ceiling fan for down here because every time I boot it up, I just... I sweat so bad that I can't play it. It it completely fogs up the uh, window or the eyepieces and makes it unplayable. Well, that's that's your New Year's resolution. Anti-fog your MetaQuest. Or just get a ceiling fan so I'm not dying of heat stroke. In my yeah, that's fan. fair too. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm, with that, I'm going to say goodbye, everybody. We'll see you next year, hopefully with some more exciting, interesting news going on. I'm sure it'll pick back up. If not, we'll talk about my fear, fear of eyeballs and Chris's cats. And we'll be films. one week closer to me stopping playing Path of Exile. Mm-hmm. Sure, then they'll put out a new season and you'll be right back. No. I hear Path of Exile 2 is almost done. Okay, see, that's why. That's why I, I got to stop playing, Phil, so I, I have a good break before 2 comes out. And then when I'll play two, two and everyone up, gets to complain about it and be done with it in a month, just like Diablo 4. When two comes out, is that the point where Anna's probably just going to, you know, forego having a husband? Be, be a POE, POE 2 widow? I mean, yeah. Probably. <laughs> I better go. I'm going to go. I'm going to go tell her I love her. Don't leave me, Anna. Don't leave me, Anna. Don't well, leave me. Any- with any luck, it'll be at the same time that she has to go to Seattle, so you'll be mm. good. It, it won't be. I know the timing for that. That will not overlap, unfortunately. Uh, and, you, and you can't wait? I can't wait? No, the, the Seattle stuff happens before POE 2 comes out. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> so, uh, we'll talk about I that next year, to- though. Yeah. So we'll we'll get into that next up, year. Yeah. I was trying to come up with a solution and I failed. Yeah. And no, I appreciate it. You keep trying. I'm going to watch creepy eye videos on the Las Vegas sphere and we'll see you next year. Thanks, Phil. Thanks. No problem. Kelly. No problem. Thank you for listening. Thank you for a great 2023. We'll see you in 2024 till next week. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.